Welcome to the American Samoa Alliance podcast, Talanoa Talk Now. We are Judy Matautia, the program specialist. Hello. Marilyn Ho Ching, the media coordinator. Hey. And myself, Jennifer Tofayono, the executive director. So we are here and we're excited. <laughs> Yay. Excited just to teach and talk about uh, things. So Today in our current events, we want to talk about the story that's out there about the elite local boxer that was uh, arrested for allegedly assaulting a female at Tafune High School. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're not focusing on who he is, but we're focusing on the outcome of what was done during the story, right? Because we want to talk about uh, domestic violence and things like that between the kids. So what, like if we can go around and let's talk about what are your thoughts about the story? It's funny you should say um, the elite boxer because every time somebody um, mentions that he's a boxer, you automatically think that he's a middle-aged man, you know, that this boxer is like uh, in his late 20s or 30s and, and then you find out he's just a young, young, young kid, young, yeah. another young boy who 18. just, yeah. I believe he just graduated from high school or yeah, so. so. That's what it says. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it, it kind of makes you wonder uh, what's going on, you know, with our young men today um, and the relationships they're having uh, with, uh, with the young women, the young girls. Um, and I know this isn't new. Um, there are a lot of uh, relationships, boyfriend, girlfriend relationships in, in high school. Yes. Uh, most of those relationships, uh, those high school sweethearts, they call it, right? Yes. So, um, and I know there's a lot of that going on, and and that would fall under what we would call uh, intimate partner violence, right? Uh, or some, some of them would call it IPV. Um, and so, for those wondering what intimate partner violence is, um, um, it's violence that it's also called domestic violence or dating violence. So intimate partner doesn't have to be it because mo um, most people think it's just uh, intimate partner violence is another name for violence between a married couple. Correct. You know, but no, it can be uh, any boyfriend girlfriend relationship or or boyfriend boyfriend girlfriend girlfriend relationship or you know. So it's um, it's another form of domestic violence or dating violence, um, and it happens when one person tries to control another in a relationship um and it's, it's it's important that we know the signs of of ipv or intimate partner um violence and what we can do about it so um uh, there are people out there that may be victims of ipv and if they are um the signs of of ipv is is, is when you start seeing your partner uh not respecting your feelings or your thoughts, your ideas or anything you have to discuss and they, you notice that they start uh, not respecting that or um, when they try to control everything you do, you say yeah. the little moves, you're yeah. even making those phone calls, you know, who are you calling, uh, when they try to control all of those little things. Well, definitely we know that there are different types of violence, right? Yeah. So there's yeah. emotional, there's mm -hmm. stalking. There's financial abuse. There's physical abuse. It's anything, like yes. you said, that mm -hmm. causes that power and control where someone has dominance over 
their partners. Yes. And there's those types. Um, and when we talk about intimate uh, partner violence, it there's a cultural lens to this, right? There's a Samoan mm -hmm. part of looking at domestic violence and family violence versus IPV, which is a very common U.S. term. Even our grant that we do work for is they they really focus on IPV, but in a American Samoa, our domestic violence law says it's domestic violence, which also includes family violence. Family violence, yes. So there's a difference, and we want to make sure that that's that we um, acknowledge that. But what about the cultural lens as far as how does the fa Samoa uh, in this relationship between the boy and the girl, how mm -hmm. is that impacted, and the influence and the violence and the influence on what what we see as Samoan people, and then where we're at right now? What do you think? When we talk about that vatapuia, mm. you know, when we, well, you know, what I've learned about the vatapuia is that the boy sees the girl as the apple of his eye. He is respected or required to make sure that he does everything to mm -hmm. tend for his sister, yep. ensure her safety, mm -hmm. and we recognize that that's important in our culture. Yes. So when this happens, when we see a young man, who has beaten a young sister, even though it's his girlfriend, mm -hmm. we start to realize where's the breakdown, right? Yeah. In our culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's funny you should, you should say where's the breakdown in our culture, because I think it's from, from back then, you know, from colonization. But then you hear, you still hear people today. I don't think if, Maybe, maybe I'm wrong when I say colonization because you still hear people today say that ole, ole i oi matau tamarun to fine, mm -hmm. ah, yes, that yes. Uh, her, his sister is the apple of his, his eye. eye. So it's still being applied today. Um, but then it's almost like in certain areas. Like yeah. you're, someone is, we're all someone's sister. Yes. So, but I think the, the men might think differently when it comes to the intimate partner like she's not my sister you know um she's my partner i can do anything i want to do with her you know um i think that's um they they have this different perspective of vatapuia like it's almost like vatapuia just sits between him and his sister yeah but, but i like what you're saying about that idea that the va ends when because he's particularly in this case, mm -hmm. in this instance, this is a intimate partner violence where it is boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend. and the vatapuia, they may believe doesn't exist mm -hmm. in that, but that takes it to what you're talking about, colonization. It takes it into a religious context mm -hmm. where it becomes when they are, when they become boyfriend, girlfriend, that, that va with the brother mm -hmm. no longer exists. exists. But, but we come back and understand that every every girl is, is, is someone's sister. Yes, is someone's sister. So you still respect it yes. regardless mm -hmm. of that, right? And um, and because and because with the um, the vatapuia, they say okay, it's every it's um, yes, it's brother. It's between that brother and sister relationship, but um, between um, then there's that intimate partner. And then when people say in Samoa, when they hear people uh, beating up other people, and then they say, they say, 
um, in translation, they, you can actually translate that into those are others' loved ones. Yes. Uh, so it's yes. still, that vatapuya still applies. Correct. Right? Um, and, and, and like we're saying, everybody's a sister. Well, even in the, because it's a, it's a covenant, right, mm -hmm. between the brother and the sister. Even when we have currently, when we, when we marry, your brothers still are your protectors. Mm -hmm. in yep. the, they still are, regardless yes. of, the covenant still stands. Mm -hmm. So the question is when, it's really unclear when that whole thing or that vata pu'ia becomes Started cloudy. To, yeah, and I all. think that that's something that we, we don't have the answers here today. Yeah. But I think what's interesting is that we have that discussion to think about, hmm, how does our cultural aspect and how do we teach our children, particularly our young men, mm -hmm. to remind them that your sister is is the apple of your eye, mm -hmm. even if that's not your sister, that's somebody's sister. Yeah. And we when we teach them that women are the apple of your eye and they are supposed to be respected and yes. you are their protector, yes. then it carries over to your wife, it carries over to your daughter, it becomes intergenerational. Which and you become... And you become, when you do uh, marry that mm -hmm. intimate partner, when you go from boyfriend, girlfriend to husband and wife, you, as a man, you become the protector of that woman. Yes. Of, as a husband, you become the protector of the wife. You know, it's, um, and in, in most cases here, like in our culture, uh, there are many women that, uh, violence that are experiencing violence, many, many of these, uh, uh, wives that become uh that become victim of violence and when it happens in that setting um away from their home they make sure that um it never gets that never surfaces or that never gets to the to where the parents where the brothers are because mm -hmm. she knows you know what the brothers are what they're gonna do yeah. that they'll mm -hmm. come after yeah. yeah so it's it's almost like there is still that vatapuya still exists and um it is a I've um, many Samoans have taken it in such a way where it's 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 very um, people are, people have pride in it. You know, um, they they have pride in protecting their their their, their sisters, their women. Yes. You know. So. Yeah. Um, Definitely. And then you know, when we start to say that our culture is about love, alofa. Mm. And then you see these stories like today where it happens and it is happening. Yes. It becomes a real problem. So what do you think, um, who's responsible, who in our community or in our families, who's responsible for shaping our young men? I mean, and that's an open discussion between all three of us. Well, I, I, I'm thinking of that phrase, uh, takes a village to yeah. raise a child. Yeah. Huh, I'm thinking, but at the same time, <coughs> we're also a people where when somebody hits your child, there's that someone term fufu lele. You know, we come, why are you hitting my child? Huh? Why are you hitting my child? You know, that. But, um, you know, when you go into, when you go into uh, to public places here in Samoa, there are also other people that look out for it. Even if it, you're sitting there and then you see a child just run onto the road, you react. Yeah. You know, you yeah. don't wait for Whose child is yeah. this? You know, no, you react to, yeah. to that like it's your own child. That's us. Yes. You know. So um so I don't know about you guys, but I th I think it's 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 on us. I it, mean it's everyone's responsibility. Not this in this case, this young boxer, I don't believe it's his dad or his mother or his I think it's everybody in his surrounding. Correct. 
you know, all his loved ones, all his families. Because it takes a village to build a community, right? Yeah. From what I remember back in the days, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I agree with you that it's on us. It can be from uh, the the church, from the pulpit where they talk about mm -hmm. what domestic violence and sexual assault, the 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 ramifications and the impact on people and parishioners. I mean, the trauma that it creates, it's on us. And it can be you, definitely your aunties, your uncles. I like that what you said about uh, when the community would reprimand uh, the child. Uh, when I was growing up, going to school and or going to Samoa, <laughs> There's a little old lady standing in the back. I don't know if I've talked about this before. And she just would reach over and, God, you know, if you were talking too much, being disrespectful in the, the church service, there was nothing but her just reaching over and hitting him. And everybody would be like, wow, that's what you get. Mm -hmm. you, that's what you get for being disrespectful in church. So now when we see it happening as parents who are very, very aware, much more modern, they're aware of what domestic violence and sexual assault is, it does become a um, a problem. Mm -hmm. But then we still come back to, well, it's on us as a community yes. because we are a community. We are aunties, uncles, sisters, brothers, yes. mothers, fathers. We're connected by the land. We're connected by blood. We're connected. So we still are our own welfare system, uh, ensuring that the welfare of the family and the blood uh, is, is safe. Mm -hmm. So... You have any thoughts on that, Rima? <clears throat> this makes me think of um, uh, a workshop or a talk that we were at where someone talked about the continuum. Mm -hmm. And that continuum, that Sina. Sina. Yeah. And um, I, I found that talk so profound because that continuum from when you're a little boy and you push somebody, nobody told you to stop. Then that push becomes, you know, now you're on the playground and now you're punching somebody and then you get reprimanded or, you know, salsa or, but it's still, nobody stops to tell you that that's yeah. wrong. Yes. And then it continues to yes. when you're now a teenager and dating somebody, they do something you don't like mm -hmm. or you feel they're being disrespectful. Now a slap turns into a punch mm -hmm. and nobody stopped so it's almost like it's on the it's on us, the community, to like you said, like running out to save the little boy. It's the same thing. When you see something wrong, you need to go over and you know stop it or point it out or grab that little boy and like you know make a statement. If not, it just continues. And it's not just his parents. It's not just his family. It's a community because everybody's seen that boy do something. Yes. And nobody ever stopped to tell yes. him that's wrong or you need help. Or, you know, sometimes it's bow wow. You know, he's just, but it's like, well, why? Why is he like that? Yeah, because we need to stop with the bow wow. It yes. is mm -hmm. what it is, right? Mm -hmm. That's just no. how he is. No. Yeah. Well, let's find out why he's like that or get him help. Because it's not, again, it's on us. It's not just his fault. It's uh, all of us. And we need to find out yeah. how we come together as a community to eradicate these uh, violent acts that are getting happening younger and younger. Like, I think we're all um, shocked at how young, you know, this young lady, 17, 
and yet, and the boy is yeah. eighteen or nineteen. He, yeah. they're very young, extremely young. Yeah, and the whole and the whole it's he's not my child, you know. Um, that that whole thing. Well, you know, never mind because he's 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 not my child. He's he's not our kid. So you know, um, doesn't have to be your child to if you see something, you know, that's not right because because we have this habit of of doing that. Like never mind, you know, it is what it is until it happens to us. Until um, the victim is you know someone close to us. Then we get up, and then we're like, you know, or the perpetrator for that, you know, for that matter, like, okay, whatever happened, you know, what happened to him, and and, but you know, it's we have that mentality. Oh, it's not my child, so therefore I should not do um, anything about it, or you know, I, I don't have to think about it, or I don't want to get involved. I don't want to get involved. It's not yeah. my business. Mm-hmm. That's this attitude to but, uh, prevention. Mm-hmm. It is our and. It's and that brings me to think about, um, so this young lady is getting um, uh, beaten up yes. in a car. And um, a good part of the story is that there were bystanders that came running to help her. Um, I guess some Tafuna students came, yes. mm. tried to open the car. And then when the car was locked, they uh, started to stone the car. And I think that that was, you know, amazing that these kids were uh, brave enough mm-hmm. they stood by whether they, that's their friend in there or just somebody they saw something wrong and then they didn't just stand by and videotape mm-hmm. as we've seen children in so many yeah yes, we've seen so many of these videos mm-hmm. going viral where someone's holding a camera watching mm-hmm. the violence and not stopping it and you can actually hear them commentating like you know encouraging it as opposed to stepping in and stopping it. So though that was a, a terrible story, I think there were a couple of good points in there. And I think that was one, is that the teachers and um, the students at Tafuna mm-hmm. High School came forward to help this young lady. And that's what eventually, I guess, got her out of the car, was the, the stoning of the car got her out. And, you know, yeah. And so... I feel like I want to make a shout out to Tafuna High School students. Yeah, we should. Shout out. <laughs> Good job. I think what's what we really need to also as part of this work and about domestic violence and making sure that there's always some type of discussion about learning. That process of um, being active and stoning the car mm-hmm. and trying to get the young lady out, that would be something. Uh, remember they when they, the bystanders, yeah. right? And we define bystanders as person or present at an event but doesn't take part. Mm-hmm. And these were not bystanders. Yeah. And we want to definitely make sure that we uh, we support when someone steps in. But we need to be safe when we step in. Yes. And this, unfortunately, there was nobody that got run over mm-hmm. by the car, mm-hmm. whoever that person was that was driving. Uh, I, I can't imagine what he was thinking, but it seemed like he was, you know, he's going slow, Allowing them to stone the car yeah. as well mm-hmm. as pull her out of the car. And definitely, um, I like what Marilyn talked about, the social media. Yeah. I am a big, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, I watch that stuff. I sit there and watch it and I'm just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It's just amazing to me that people will stand and take the time to film it. 
and not do anything about it, but just, and sometimes they're laughing. Sometimes yep. they're mm -hmm. laughing, they're commentating. Yep. They're, mm -hmm. I'm like, how about you call the police? You know, call the police or do something positive to stop this. Because it's on us. It's yes. on us. How are we going to, we can't continue to complain about violence in our community when we're not being active participants in stopping it. So if stopping it is con contacting the police station, ensuring that they understand what the situation is and waiting for that to happen, that's great. It's, and it's on us to make sure that um, we're aware of some of the things that we can do as a bystander, uh, being active participants. And one of the things of becoming a bystander or a non-bystander, becoming an active participant, is to learn more about domestic violence and to learn more about IPV. I do know this if I talk, if I look at data. Uh, one of the things with CDC's, uh, they did a BRSS survey, which was probably 2013, 2015, and that allows them to go to the teenagers and and ask them questions. They have a they had a heavy response of teenagers that stated that their boyfriends or their girlfriends had smacked them or beat them. Mm -hmm. So it's been prevalent. I know that when you guys did the focus groups, yep. the discussions with the college students, there was also discussion about that, correct? Yep. Did yep. you guys want to share any of the comments from the students? When we were discussing um, uh, healthy relationships, is that what you're um, – is that what you're talking about? Yeah, okay. Um, so um, most of them were saying that um, how in a relationship, um, uh, a lot of the things that go on in these relationships, it's uh, it's it's almost like it's just between friends. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the parents don't know. Um, so when there's the, the abuse, where there's the violence, a lot of that stays within. And so when the parents do finally um, uh, know they don't believe the, you know, the victim, that... Yeah. Um, um, some of that, uh, some of the other things they um, uh, uh, discussed was uh, uh, the kind of violence, um, the kind of violence they would go through, you know, the, the emotional, the verbal, you know. Um, and then um, a lot of them didn't know what uh, a healthy relationship, yeah. uh, a healthy, what a healthy relationship was. So um, a lot of that was being discussed um, um, on how people can trust each other. Uh, respect each other, you know. The um, these are the um, uh, important elements of, of of a healthy relationship. Um, talking things out, the importance yeah. of talking, discussing things, yes. and you know, we don't need to get physical. They don't need to get physical, but you know, sharing their goals, Correct. you know, supporting each other's goals, um, and um, being able to set their disagreements. Yeah, that's a huge one. Yeah, being able to dis being able to um, disagree. And um, being able to be okay with it. Right. It's okay to disagree. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to agree, even if you, you know, you believe, yeah. you don't believe in, in, in each other, um, in what you're talking about with each other or your, your beliefs. So it's okay to disagree, you know, and it's okay to accept their uh, differences. Well, and I think other, and I'm sorry to interrupt. I think the other part that we have to recognize mm. is that these are youths. Yeah. They're young people who are still learning how to decide. I know. I think from what I understand from what Dr. McCutcheon was talking about, mm. kids, have they from the ages 13 to at least 21, their decision-making 
is mm. still not up. They're just still learning. Yeah. And it's that whole amygdala, amygdala that fight or flight that comes mm-hmm. into. So your brain is not able to make rational decisions. That's why it's scary for youth because they, they're at that point where they feel that they're adults, but they're really not. They're not. And so it takes time for them to make rational decisions because your brain is just still forming. So decision-making can be really difficult at a young age. So when they say, well, why is the girl still in that? Well, that's different from a adult that's still in a domestic violence situation. Mm. Most times in this situation, the young girl doesn't have the skill sets to go through and identify, well, this is, this is unhealthy. They, they think, oh, he loves me. You know, just like what Sina had talked about, He's calling me, he's calling me, he's calling me, he's stalking me. Mm-hmm. Um, flip side is he's stalking you. But no, he loves me. When I, uh, I've done a lot of uh, educational um, <clears throat> presentations or workshops with um, the high schools uh, this year. And I was uh, really surprised at how many uh, girls have been physically um, assaulted yeah. by their boyfriends, the uh, IPB. Yeah. So, and what they do, they continue to stay there, and it's like that same thing. Well, because he loved me, he loves me. And that's why he, you know, calls me, texts me. He wants to see all my texts. He wants to, you know, look through my, you know, they yeah. have they share passwords. There's oh, nothing crazy. private, but it's all in the name of. Um, Love, love because this is how they're defining love yeah. and it's obsessive and it's yeah. like unhealthy yes so you know i try to teach or give them options you know that you know if you don't want to you know just try to learn some you know verbiage some you know just to be safe get yourself out of there um i i think also that you have to imagine what these poor parents are going through the parents on the girl side as well as the, the boys side. The boys side. I'm yeah. sure for the parents on the boys side they're probably shocked. Mm-hmm. Shocked at that behavior that that this is that where he's at. And then the worst part is that he's now made a decision that is going to impact him. Impact the rest of his life. And he's young, yeah. he's eighteen. And then this girl is so young, she's gonna call, carry that trauma. Uh, for such a long time and this is why we you know the work for the domestic violence and sexual assault is really about in educating yourself and educating the people around you mm-hmm. to ensure that you can be well because domestic violence and sexual assault causes trauma and it's a trauma that you carry with you the entire life you can't just leave it at the door this thing helps it molds your decision making it, you know, whether you trust the community, whether you trust boys, girls, trust your family, you feel alone. And then for the for the young man, the impact that it's, he's going to have, whether he recognizes the, the consequences of his decision and realizes that that's not appropriate behavior and how will that impact him? Uh, it's just a huge thing. So coming back to... Who is it that's responsible for shaping our young men? It's it definitely is on us. It's on, and it's really important that we define that we need to teach our young people the more appropriate way to uh, handle our anger, mm. our relationships, and that requires 
authentic discussions with your children and learning about domestic and sexual violence, yep. like the yep. tips that mm -hmm. you're providing, Judy, yeah. it really requires knowing some knowledge. Because if we want to make a difference, if we want to change the lens in which we see violence, we need to be able to do that. Yeah, and, and in a healthy relationship, I think everyone should, um, if, if you're like not sure about things that are going on in a healthy relationship, I think that it's important to know that in a healthy relationship, you should be able to feel good Yes. about, you know, Thank and if, you. and if, so if you don't feel good about something, whatever it is, then you might want to, you know, find out what's going on and maybe get out of that relationship. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I really hope that we can make this more of a learning uh, because we don't want another young man to go down this road. Yes. That's the purpose mm -hmm. of this, right? We're not, we're not torturing, we're not judging. What we would like to do is ensure that someone else may learn from this experience mm -hmm. Absolutely. and make different choices. Yeah. Somebody who may be walking down that path of being going violent, through the same thing. Just like that continuum Marilyn talked about, mm -hmm. from going to step one of just making an appropriate discussion, uh, talk to actually acting on it. And so we want to watch out that. So, okay, thank and you. since we're out of time. We want to thank everyone for listening and tuning into this Telenor My Podcast. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed this podcast and make sure you listen to the other podcasts by the American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. Until our next Telenor My Podcast, soy for.